When I arrived in North Dakota, Barack Obama had just become the 44th president of the United States. The country was in recession, and Williston, a small rural town in western North Dakota, 18 miles from the Montana border to the west and 60 miles from the Canadian border to the north, experienced an oil boom equivalent to the California gold rush. I was so busy trying to survive life in the oil patch that by the time I left, I didn't even realize how divided our country had become. For seven years, I served as president of a state college in the midst of an unprecedented economic boom, many times the size of a boom only a couple of decades earlier. On my arrival in early 2009, oil was at record lows. Not many in Williston remembered the prior boom and bust of the late 1980s fondly. It was devastating to Williston and the surrounding oil counties. During that boom, legislators used the newfound wealth to fund K-12 education, while no such assistance was provided to oil counties struggling to expand services. When the boom went bust, the legislature addressed the school district's deficits, while the small city of Williston was left with $25 million in debt, which they were still paying off 25 years later. No one was predicting another boom, yet history would soon repeat itself. As the boom of 2009 picked up speed, both my family and the community are taken for the ride of our lives. I witnessed a rural community emerge from decades of depression to become the nation's economic hotspot for just over five years. I saw that same community then descend into a recession in less than a year. The story of this latest boom and bust is both wonderful and tragic. Neglected, even abused, the players are heroes, fools, and martyrs. My personal story involves my college's relationship with a strip club, state scandals, one of which ends in suicide, a sex offender on campus, and even my temporary exile at the hands of the university system. Each chapter takes another step down the rabbit's hole. The comic and tragic nature of the 2009 oil boom informs us why pipeline protests in North Dakota can take place and even why a character like Donald J. Trump was elected president. I don't write specifically about the North Dakota pipeline or the election of President Trump, but in telling my story, I learned the whys of both. Nine out of ten voters in Williston, North Dakota, voted for Donald Trump. The divide is real. If the election taught urban America anything, it's that we need to listen to what is taking place in rural America. And in a market dominated by urban consumers, stories from America's heartland seem to be far and in between. People have grown comfortable reading stories about themselves, but will we pay the price for such self-indulgence? Williston, existing in a rustic bubble, is an excellent lens through which to view the rural-urban divide. The oil boom in 2009 magnified the contrast between the living conditions of urban versus rural. With the national recession in full force, people from larger cities flocked to the small town, hoping to take advantage of the city's newfound wealth. Investment dollars poured in, sending the prices of real estate and local services soaring. Many locals, especially apartment dwellers whose rents doubled overnight, found they could no longer afford their homes. 
a mass exodus of senior citizens took place, many of whom were born and raised in Williston. The government did little to protect this community under siege. The university system turned its back. Oil companies arrived in corporate jets carrying high-paid Washington, D.C. charity consultants, making a pretense of caring. The philanthropic mark left by one New York-headquartered company can now only be found in their pocketbooks. And what started so suddenly would end just as quickly. When America's economy began to rebound again, Wilson's economy hit the floor. My presidency went from joy to heartbreak to surrender to endurance to hope. 